Welcome back to Intertwined Minds, a podcast that likes to go speed skating and nothing but speedos. We also shave ourselves for aerodynamics. How are you going to stop? Pizza. <laughs> I just fall. That, that's my stopping. And there's no such thing as stopping when it's speed skating. Well, it's not speed crashing. At the end. No, well, for you. Yeah. You don't hockey stop when speed skates anyway. No, it's a celebratory slide. Check out my icy hot slide. <laughs> So last time I told you, I'd tell you what happened in my traumatic ER experience. And boy howdy, one of the worst nights of my life. It all started where I was being a little fucker, along with some other kids, and we decided it was a good idea to go and climb a burned camper. At least you're taking responsibility. That's nice to hear. Right? I got to, because it was no one else but my fault. So we climbed in through a burned down camper, partially burnt down. It was old, rickety, wasn't good. Throwing dog berries at each other like a bunch of fucking degenerates. Yeah. So... I wasn't there. I climbed up on the roof, and, yeah, like uh, Skip said, we were having a dogberry fight, which was, you know... If you don't live in Newfoundland, you might not know what that is. <laughs> anyway, so I picked berries off, three, off a tree that was right next to this camper, and we were throwing it at each other. Uh, having a good old goof. Until I fell... And when I fell, I hit the ground. Kind of stunned me a little, not going to lie. But what really stunned me is when I went to get up and my fucking leg didn't work. And I thought, oh boy, this ain't good. And then I was only wearing shorts. I looked down and a pool of blood had started to collect around me. And then I looked and I was like, that's really not fucking good. Yeah, and your muscle was hanging out. Yeah. Uh, so I had fallen off the camper. And a nail caught me by the leg, right close to, like, the bend in my knee, like, around there. You ripped your calf in half. Yeah, it ripped me right up through, close... It ripped me. Yeah, close by my nutsack. A nail. And, uh... Was your calf, then? I thought it was your calf that you ripped. No, it wasn't my calf. thigh? Thigh. Oh, boy. Yeah. I would have shit my pants. I just saw the muscle and be like, my nuts! (laughs) Well, yeah. I lost so much blood, I almost died. Because I was, I know that's I know that's not giggle worthy. No, but I'm just picturing my nuts. Because before anyone got to me to carry me out, it was about twenty minutes, and then it was another twenty. Oh You're just like Truman. Uh, was, was that his name? Who? The guy. Remember the guy that got hit by the train? They took twenty four fucking. Oh yeah. Or what they take like three four hours or some shit? Something. Forty five minutes. Yeah, I can't remember. But then it was another. It was another twenty minutes before they found my mother, and then it was about. Ah, I'm going to say 20 minutes as well, because she was probably clipping on her pretty good until uh, we got to the hospital. But I had bled through a bunch of towels. I lost a bunch of blood in the woods. And when I went in there that night, there was no such thing as, oh, let's take our time. They literally jammed me with a needle inside the cut, which hurt like a son of a bitch. I would hope. It, it did. But uh, they flushed it with a bit of water. And they didn't even, like, give it time for it to go numb. They just started stitching. You're like the Blake Shelton song. Then they started drilling before <laughs> I was numb, some beach. Yeah, no, it sucked. I, like, and for, like, I'm not even gonna lie. I bawled my little fucking eyes out. It was terrible. I, I, yeah. I was a, I was a very young boy in a very shitty predicament. A very scared boy. 
thought I lost my testicles. Yeah. God, you've near about lost your testicles more times than anyone ever should. Yep. Near about chainsawed them off. Yep. Swole them up like baseballs. Yep. One's still fucked now. Yep. Near about ripped them off with a thigh gap. Yep. Not the good kind. No. Or the bad kind. I'm not a thigh gap guy. I like a thick thigh. I'm a thick guy guy. A thick thigh guy. Yeah. No, I've had more close encounters with this nutsack than I could ever imagine. And that I... Dude... When you go get a vasectomy that you're banking on right now, yeah. your nuts are going to look at you like, oh, really, dude? <laughs> this is what's taking me out? <laughs> this is what does it? Really? <laughs> After all the fucking times, this is what does me in? You're a fucker. <laughs> no. We're your hosts. We're your hosts. I'm Captain. <laughs> and I'm Skip, who's had a couple nut shots in my day, but never never near but ripped them off. Never, never near but ripped my nuts off. Good on you. Good for me. Yeah, I got I got hit in them so hard I puked in a bush once, and I mean like I thought shards of my insides were coming out of me. That's how hard I puked. I got my scrotum in my zipper once. Oh, oh no, that sucked. The only close encounter I've had like that is I thought I burst my dick once uh, when I was a young young boy and I was just <laughs> tall enough to start peeing in the bowl standing up. The old school, I don't know if anybody remembers it, but old school toilets had like wooden, big, heavy wooden toilet seats, and they had no bump stops on the bottom. Like from the from the porcelain bowl piece to the seat, there was no gap, and I was a young boy, and my I, my little Willie was just <laughs> like laid on the porcelain, and because I, I could just reach it, and I was like, I'm being standing up, and then the seat fell, <laughs> and blood shot out of my weenie, and I was so scared, <laughs> and I cried profusely. Uh, I'm being sitting of whack. I'm gonna be sitting down from, from now, now on. on. <laughs> yeah, I probably didn't stand up to pee for like a few months after that. Like you know, some kids are like afraid of the toilet monster. My toilet monster was real. He bit my cock. Uh, yeah, terrible stuff. Anyway, we're your hosts. I'm Skip. That's Captain. Uh, sorry we missed last week, guys. I've had a fuck of a couple of weeks. I won't get into it too much. I posted on the I posted on the Instagram that we had some we couldn't do uh, last week's episode due to some bad luck. Well, that bad luck was my car fucking me anally every which way to Sunday, and it still continues to do so. It's still not fixed. Fuck of a time. Won't get into it, but fuck of a time. I've had an absolute kind of a week. Yeah, week <laughs> two. <laughs> you stuck at the gas pumps pushing, and then some fucky almost pushes you into a bank, and then your fucking alternator doesn't fucking survive the night, and then your alternator that you ship in from fucking eight hours away that should take a day to get here takes a week, and it's not the right fucking alternator. Anyway, we're back. We love you. We're sorry. We're doing our best. Uh, this week, uh, I decided to try to do, again, something um, something different that we've never done before. Uh, last uh, last episode was Crazy Wild Confessions of the ER, and this week is also some confessions. Uh, these... But by priest. Mm, sort of. Oh, really? No, not really. Wow, not they're really, fucking but... filthy. We already know what happened in Boston. <laughs> no, not really, but priests may have been present for some of these, because these are... Great rapenings. Oh, boy. These are some of the wildest confessions uh, from the deathbed. These are some wild deathbed confessions. Really? Yes. Nice. Well, um, I mean, probably not nice, but... <laughs> some of these are terrible. At least they got their comeuppance. They died. Some of these are not, like, death-worthy. Some of them are. Some of them are. What do you do? <laughs> um, so, uh, you want to just jump right into it? Hold on. One second. One second. I read a book! 
Good for you. Can we just acknowledge that? I've read a book. I wish we were recording on our big mic. We're not recording on our big mic right now. Uh, we didn't really have time. The captain has to go to work in like uh, two hours, I guess. Um, so we didn't really have time to do a full mic setup. So we're back to our old setup. Hopefully we'll be back to the full mic setup next week. Um, hopefully it sounds okay to you guys. We're sorry for, you know, we don't like flip-flopping on our quality. You're shaking more than anything like else. I'm fucking cold. Uh, we don't like flip-flopping on our quality, but we're trying to get you guys an episode. We're doing the best we can. We love you. We really do. So we're uh, let's just jump right into this one. We're coming out the gate hot with a deathbed confession on this one. All right. So a man uh, on his deathbed, obviously, confessed to killing his twin brother in Vietnam uh, just so that he By could... By accident? No. No. <laughs> so he could blame the death on the war steal his brother's identity, and then go to the U.S. to be with his brother's wife. What a greasy cock! Now, it didn't say, like, I don't know if she was in on this, or he literally, like, if they were identical twins, and he just said that he was his brother. I don't know. Because he took the identity, so maybe he used his identity as the death, and, like, maybe the wife didn't know. You know what I'm saying? That's greasier than eight ways from Sunday. <laughs> uh, the patients, so like the guy that made the confession, the children, his children, he went and he had a bunch of children with the wife, and they blamed this confession on dementia because he had dementia, and like you know, people with dementia they say some wild shit sometimes. Yeah. Um, but after this man had died, they were going through his possessions, and they found a handwritten confession that was written decades before he died, while he still had his right mind, and that. Uh, completely confessed to everything, everything that he said that he actually did, and it was stuffed in the pages of an old Bible and put into the depths of his shit. So it was true. They found out that it was true. Wow. Can you imagine being the wife? Was the wife dead or alive when she found this out? I think she she had passed before him. Oh. Yeah. Probably for the best. Still, maybe she was in on it. I don't know. She might have been, but if she wasn't, probably for the best. Maybe. Crazy though, right? Could you imagine? No. I can't. Why? Who the fuck does that? Crazy though. Insane. Crazy isn't the word. That like, that's Looney Ben Jim worthy. Yeah. Like that's even if the wife was in on it, it's still greasy to the kids. It's still greasy to the well. I mean, the kids wouldn't really know unless they were all his kids. If it, they were of, still his kids, but they thought that his name was whatever, but it wasn't. It was, you know, instead of Jim, it was Tom. Could be. But here's the thing. If the wife knew about it, greasy bitch. If she didn't know about it, well, you know what? That's sad for her, but it's probably best that she passed before him. Yeah, like, good thing she died. Right. That's what you're hinting. Yeah. That's, that's what you're hinting. Yeah, that's what I'm hinting at. Well, not hinting. I'm dancing around, but not really. You're not dancing around much. Yeah. We know uh, what I think. This next one is not as crazy, but it's ten times more hurtful. How the fuck? So right before uh, this person who wrote the who wrote about it online, yeah, uh, right before their grandmother died, she confessed to her entire family that she absolutely hated being married and raising kids. She hated it. Wow. She said that she had so much stuff that she always wanted to do that never ever got the chance to do because she got married and because she had children. And ba- I guess back in that time, like the the woman. Raised, they, yeah. That she she stayed home, raised the kids, and like there was no room for her dreams anymore. And it was pretty rough. And even when like so, this was her grandmother that confessed this. When her mother died, she confessed the same thing. What? Yeah. Oh my god! Can she you took imagine? her mom's legal lead on that one? Can you imagine just two generations? Yeah, she brings she brings everyone into the room <laughs> to 
to tell them, fuck you guys, you fucked my life. <laughs> she said that she loved them all still, but she really wished she didn't have them. I love you guys, but fuck, I wish I had it aborted. <laughs> I wish I never got married and had any of you fuckers. <laughs> yeah, rough. That'd be fucking hard. Yeah, that would be rough. Like... And I get that, like, she's dying, she's she's entitled to confess whatever she wants. Maybe take that one to the grave, though. Don't fuck the family. <laughs> Don't leave them holding the fucking sad smoking gun. Well, now her daughter just got to step up and do the same. Yes, <laughs> three generations of I fucking hate all of you. <laughs> My mother hated me, I hate you, I hate you, I loathe you. <laughs> I loathe entirely. Uh, next one. This one was pretty wild. Uh, so we don't really know what this one means, but, like, if she meant what she said and, like, you know, we take it as how she said it, nuts. Okay. So a nurse had a patient in long-term care, palliative, whatever you want to call it, um, who had 14 crosses up surrounding her bed. Was she afraid of the boogeyman? No. <laughs> so she had so many crosses, and they weren't, like, small crosses. They were, like, decently large crosses. And they One were... for each victim! Well. What?! <laughs> She like they she had so many crosses in so many places that it was actually hindering, like the care that they were able to give her because she had she had like them placed in such a way that they were like hard to get around like they were on machines and like like it was hindering the care that they were able to give her to give her. Yeah. So the nurse asked her to take them down like oh like maybe we could take like some of these down we'll like leave you with some she's like don't touch my fucking crosses yeah she's <laughs> like I'm sorry unfortunately I can't because each one of these are for um a, a soul that I've taken. Jesus. Black Widow, bitch. And she wanted to repent before she died, so she put up a cross for each soul that she had taken. Was she in the war? I don't think so. (laughs) Fuck. You know what? Completely off topic, but uh, my grandparents, they're up in age, and I've never asked them about World War II and, like, what it was like here for them. I think next time I go over, I'm going to sit down and try to have a conversation. Send him into a tailspin? Good for you. <laughs> well, I want to figure out what it was like growing up. There was a couple here that I didn't write down, I don't believe. But because it was about World War II and Hitler? Well, well, some of them were about World War II. Like, uh, somebody's grandfather, who was a very kind man, but he was, like, a heavy drinker. And, like, when he drank, he got he really was upset. He a sailor. Yeah, he never spoke about, like, anything. And then on his deathbed, like, like, two weeks before he died, he shared all of his stories with his grandson. I would have had a... Like, fucking recorder. Well, he was a part of a hit squad, and he was the one that made the decision to kill 14 hostages um, because, like, it was like a take-no-prisoners kind of deal. They had him, and he made the call to kill them all, and he said it never left him. Jesus! Yeah. Wild. Um, I feel like I do all right in the war. That sounds terrible. Great. Why? So the next one is a woman who worked in end of life care said that she had been uh, she had been there for many many deathbed confessions, I mean obviously, but the saddest and most chilling one that she ever heard was a woman who confessed to delivering a still a stillborn child at home. But that's not her fault. Well, hold on. Okay. <laughs> hold on. She confessed to delivering a stillborn child at home um, because the baby was born out of wedlock. Um, and that wasn't okay back in those days, right? What, she just threw it in the rubbish bin? In the freezer in the basement. It was it still there? We don't know what happened to it after, but she said she put it in the freezer in the basement because she didn't want anyone ever to find out that she had a baby at a wedlock and that she gave birth to a stillborn at home. So she suffered it out at home, gave birth to a stillborn, and put the body in the freezer in the basement and never spoke of it again. Until her deathbed. Jesus. Fuck. Yeah. And she was like, 
haunted by it. She was haunted by this fact that she did this. Sketch, right? You couldn't just bury the little fella or girl back. I guess, you, I mean, in a neighborhood, especially like back then, I mean, everybody was like really friendly with everybody. And like, I guess you would have probably noticed someone in the back digging a hole. Wait till at and, night. And like come over and be like, hey, what are you burying there, Jim? The dog guy? Ah, uh, no. I, well, I would. Never mind. Yeah, let's go. Let's move on before you say something we can't take back. <laughs> what? No, I'm just saying, show some respect for the dead. Don't be a greasy bitch. She spread her legs. It's a different time. She was the one who opened up the. I guess she was hatch. hoping that they would be married. Didn't work out. Guy was a cock. Apparently, he had one though. Well, <laughs> it didn't work well. What? Let's move on. <laughs> let's move on. So a son was with his father uh, at his deathbed, and the father finally told the son a family mystery that had been around for like 30 to 40 years. He told them the answer to the mystery. What's this? So his father was a very religious man. Yeah. And he was actually a priest. Oh, no. And no. <laughs> so on, oh, on the father's arm, he had a like scratch, like a really scratch tattoo that... No one ever really knew what it was. He wouldn't ever tell. No one knew where he got it, when he got it, why he got it, what it was of. He was a part of a Nazi hit squad. No. Um, and He was a Klan member? No, Jesus. Okay, sorry. I'm just taking shots in the dark. Good God. I've came up right a couple times. So, they had only known, like his children and family had only known him as very religious, very straight edge. Scratchy tattoo man. Very straight edge, very religious, very like by the book. Like, gotta live a good life kind of guy. Yeah. He told his son that that tattoo uh, came from, when he was 19, he robbed a bank, got caught, went to prison, got the tattoo in prison, came out, changed his life around, never told anybody about his past. Good on him. Yeah. Shitty he got caught. Because imagine how he would have been set up. (laughs) But yeah, that would be crazy to learn though, right? That'd be like, it's not like a family changing secret he did the time he did the crime he did he, he served he, his time he paid for his sins right and then he changed his life around good for him yes but it would be crazy to learn like especially because everyone in the family always asked like it was always a joke like a topic it was always a joke like oh they would make up stories right and then he finally gets the real story <laughs> if you were that son would you tell the rest of the family no I wouldn't either I'd take that secret to my fucking deathbed <laughs> like, just cause I robbed a bank fuck you guys no one else was here to hear it just me yeah I'd, I'd make up some crazy shit though I'd be like what happened? Oh, like, well, I guess it wouldn't be crazy shit. I'd just, like, lead him on. He went in to get a tattoo, but the guy giving the tattoo was high on, like, fucking poppy. Poppy? Yeah, you know. I like see. Opioids? Yeah, I know what you're talking about. Yeah, fucking. And he went in there a little bit tipsy and kind of passed out in the chair, and this is what happened. Shit story, though. Yeah, but everyone else would be like, ah, oh, fuck. That sucks, yeah. That. And you just know the real secret? You're just bullgarding it? Yeah. That this... one you keep for yourself. This next one, not the wildest one on here. Not it's not it's wild. It is, but not in that type of way. All right, hold on. Time, time out. Shh. Wouldn't you love to hear some crazy stories like that, like about your family? I have enough crazy stories about my family. Fair enough. <laughs> Me, on the other hand, though, I have, I have a. I don't want to get into too much detail on it, but I have a story from my family that we had in. Um, I believe she was in a great, great some aunt. From down, like, closer to the other side of our island. Jemima? No. <laughs> Her name was Jasminia. Sorry. First off. Um, she was 
Yeah, her death was deemed an accident, but it was actually a murder. Yeah, and she was uh, led to the cliff on purpose and shoved over. And they bl- they they blamed it on her, you know, they blamed it on her um, her mind that she got too close to the edge and fell off. I have something like that similar on my side of the family too. Only it was a, it was a family. What raccoons. is led to what? A family of raccoons? Uh, not a family of raccoons. Um, one of a family member of ours. Uh, now this is years and years ago, and anyway. It was said to be foul play. Well, it was said that he had an accident, and they chalked it up to that. But what happened was, uh, I think, a police officer... Oh, is this the one where they... Covered it up. Yeah. Yeah. I remember you telling me that one. Yeah. Because a police officer... you told me too like that. A police officer got in trouble, and I think they other police officers covered it up. Yes. That's the one where they fed him a bunch of coffee? Yep. Yeah, okay. Yeah, and he was MIA for almost a day. Yeah, and they couldn't... Yeah, yeah. Crazy shit, though. Yeah. This next one, uh, someone's grandfather confessed right before dying, like literally like two minutes before dying, that he accidentally had sex with a man once. How do you do that? <laughs> he slipped. You go to Thailand, you know there's a cock! <laughs> that is incredibly insensitive. Incredibly true. I don't think that that was the story. He accidentally had sex with a man once. I just, there was a hole, I had a wiener. <laughs> Plug and play. <laughs> um, a woman's mother confessed to her daughter that she had been cheating on her husband for years and years right before she died. Greasy bitch. And she encouraged her daughter to do the same. <laughs> Double greasy bitch. She's like, I've been cheating. It's been great. You should try it. <laughs> By the way, your father might not be your father. <laughs> you know, that's literally what she just told her. Yeah, no, I think it was uh, post-childbirth. Definitely well predated death. There was another one I didn't write down that the dude had his whole family in the in the room when he was about to die, and he called his mistress in. <laughs> he called his mistress in, and there was a big fucking fight in his like death room. The balls. Yeah. <laughs> um. Fuck. Can you? I don't like one. I got nothing to hide. But if I ever did, it's going to the grave. I don't know. I mean, you might as well confess it right before dying, right? What's the point? I mean. Throw the family a loop. <laughs> right? No. Uh, next one. This one was pretty wild. I thought this one was cool. I mean, to be fair, if you got something to hide, you probably don't give a fuck about the family. Yeah, I mean, it's yeah. pretty rough. <laughs> I'm sure that... the guy that killed his brother, he loved his kids. He loved his kids. He was a very loving man the whole time. I love you all. I'm not your real father. No, he is. He is. He is their real father. He just isn't... Who he says he yeah. is. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Um, but what if one of those wasn't his kid? He's their... Oh, no way, he's their uncle dad. Yeah. <laughs> I'm my own grandpa. Um, a woman told her nurse, so this woman apparently had no family, and before dying she just wanted to share a secret that she'd been holding in for years and years and years. Yeah. Apparently during the Second World War, she worked as a sex worker. Great. And she had... She said she slept with countless very high up government officials. Oh my god, is this the one that runs... Oh, what fucking, um... She's dead, so... No, 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 yeah. But she's... Is that like... It's not Louis Vuitton, but it's something like that. You, uh, fuck, I can't remember her name. You know that... It's a very fucking high-end brand. Chanel, Gucci, Louis. Might have been Chanel. I can't remember. But anyway, it's one of the very high-end brands. This lady started and all that, and she was... Same thing, uh... Sort of like a sex worker, but for Nazis! She was taking Nazi dicks! Well, th- I mean, this was Second World War. 
So it could have been. Could have been her. I don't know. But anyway, uh, she said she had sex with a lot of high, high up government officials. And she said she never regretted it, but she, it did take a toll on her not being able to tell people all these years. Because apparently, like, if she would have shared the, what she was doing with who she was doing it, it could have swayed the war. Like, it could have, like, it could have, you know, really, like, people could have got, re- like, you know what I mean? Real hurt. No, like, she could have died, the people could have been killed, and, like, it could have swayed the war, like, well, this guy, you know, like, he's got a wife, maybe, and he's out here having sex with a sex worker, you know, and, like, who knows what could have happened. But, yeah, she said she never regretted it, but taking it to her grave was rough. Uh, Also, during the time uh, that she had been a sex worker, she had uh, boarded more than five fetuses. She was. She had like. She could get a stamp card. I was going to say she should have got a stamp card. Next one's free. (laughs) Um, A man grew up thinking that his mother committed suicide when he was ten, and when his father passed away, uh, minutes before he passed away, he confessed um, that he had actually killed her. She didn't commit suicide at all. He killed her. He should have just fucking taken that one. Take that one on the chin, fucko. <laughs> His son just walks over, pulls the plug. Beep! That's what you get, cocksucker! <laughs> this one here, I did not like. Oh, hold on, hold on. Can you imagine fucking hearing that right on the deathbed? Yeah. I'd fucking start beating his fucking face in. You'd have to, just like for mom. Yeah. I mean, like, put some respect on her You told name. me all these years, I thought she didn't love us. <laughs> just, like if I, just like if I ever found a stingray washed up on beach, I'd fuck him. <laughs> not not with my dick, but with my hands. <laughs> a nice rock. Yeah. That's for Steeper. <laughs> I wouldn't have the heart to do it, but I'd call someone. You'd probably call me. Yeah. <laughs> this one I did not like. I did not like this one. This person's great aunt was a bitch, and I didn't like her. So, apparently, a woman's great aunt was in and out of consciousness due to a terrible terminal illness. Yeah. Uh, like... Like, you know how you see people and they're like, they have moments of lucidity. Yeah. So like most of the time she was passed out, not responsive, but like she'd come in and out. And like when she came in, she'd be able to like say stuff and like, you know, she was of her own mind. Sometimes. Yeah. Yeah. It's not like she was, she didn't have dementia, but like when she had moments uh, that she would come back and like be awake, she would, you know. So apparently the secret that she shared was kind of hard to like piece together. And it took like 20 minutes of this woman babbling, basically not babbling, but like kind of having moments of like, you know, this is the fact, this is the fact. And this woman pieced the story together. Her great aunt, um, confessed to cooking eggs in the urine of a stable boy. Um, apparently it was urine. Like a, no urine. She would get, she would buy urine from a stable boy. Boiled eggs, I hope. Not that it makes a difference. It doesn't matter. (laughs) (laughs) She was cooking the eggs in the piss, not water. Yeah, okay. No water, just piss. Okay. Apparently, it was supposedly a traditional dish in China referred to as, uh, quote unquote, virgin boy eggs (laughs) from centuries ago. And the idea apparently fascinated her and she would make them uh, quite often and serve them to her family. Including the person that she confessed this to when she was young, like a child. She was serving piss eggs to the family. Children. That greasy bitch. (laughs) And apparently she's like, she seemed really haunted by this. Like, she wasn't sure if the aunt was like proud of what she was saying or like, but like she was, she was like crying in between it. Like, (laughs) virgin boy eggs. She paid a stable boy for piss and then cooked eggs in it. That's almost as bad as Blue Mountain State. That's worse. <laughs> uh, 
terrible. <laughs> terrible stuff. Uh, next one. A woman on her deathbed started screaming for someone, uh, slash, like, anyone, to come and listen to her confession. She had no family, and, like, you know, you know what it's like. Yeah. You got no family in there visiting you, and she just wanted to get something off her chest. So she just wanted anybody who would listen. So a nurse, ca- a nurse came in, and she told the nurse that when she was very young, her father and his friends uh, took her with them as they all went out drinking. Like, they went on a big bender, like, driving around. Yeah. And she, she said she was only, like, you know, five, six at the time, maybe seven. And apparently, on their way home, they after they had all been drinking, they hit a little girl. She might have been three with a vehicle. Fuck. And um, they killed her. And they hid her body under the stairs of their house and never spoke about it again and forced the, the girl into silence as well. And she confessed that on her deathbed. She took it. So she was seven, and she when she died, she was a, she was like in her nineties, and she took that secret right to there. And she was absolutely. She said it had affected her life all these years, and she took it to the grave. Oh, well, not to the grave, but close. Grave. Yeah. Do you imagine? No, man. Like that's not something that you fucking push your kid into. That's not something you should do <laughs> at all. No, at all. I can't imagine. Yeah. I can't imagine hearing that. Those fucking poor people. Like, what would you... If you were a nurse... If you were the nurse, what would you, what would you do? What would I you say? would find out the name and try to... Yeah, well, the family never got closure. They, don't, they, they had no idea what happened to their little girl. They thought she might have been, like, kidnapped, I guess, or something. Because she was out, you know, on the side of the street or whatever and went missing. They never knew what happened to their three-year-old little girl. I'd be devastated. Yeah, I wouldn't... I don't think I'd be able to handle that secret. Like, I wouldn't want that on me. And I know that sounds selfish, but now I've got to find out. Like, I've got to go back and, like, figure this woman's age, go back to when she was around six to, like, five to eight, or, like, even maybe a bigger window, look for missing children in the vicinity where she said she, that she lived or, like, where wherever we were, and try to find this little girl and, like, you know, tell, at least tell the parents what happened. Like, would they even want to know at that point? I would assume, because, I mean, I would assume that everybody there was almost on, like, or or she was a little girl and she was dying now, so her parents were probably dead. Yeah. You know what I mean? But how how deep did that go into the family? Like, that's got to be generational fucking pain. Not knowing what happened to a three-year-old little girl? That's that could have been your sister, could have been, you know, your whatever. And anyone yeah. that's fucking horrible. You know what I mean? It's fucked. Um, next one to move on, which is hard to move on from that one. That one's dark. Uh, three minutes before dying, a man confessed to killing his first wife after he found her harming their five-year-old neighbor. So she walked in on, or, or wherever she was, he walked in and found his wife beating a five-year-old boy that was the neighbor's kid. And he fucking killed her. Um, at the time they lived in Ireland um, and he soon after, he never said what he did with the body. He never said anything. He just moved to the U S, uh, met a woman, got married, had a bunch of kids, lived a happy life. Um, and it shocked everyone in the family when he said it, because apparently he was the kindest man that any of them had ever met. And they didn't think that he would be capable of something like that. Not even close. Maybe there was just reason. Well, I mean, I don't think I would kill somebody over it, but I mean, maybe back in that time, maybe if he would have taken it to authorities, maybe it wouldn't have been taken seriously. I don't know. I don't know. Would like if you walked in on it, you'd obviously 
like, stop it. Save the kid. The other family would have to know about it. Yeah, the kid comes back fucking beat the shit. Yeah, that's what I'm saying. But, like, would you take it to the point where you killed the wife? I don't think I'd have it in me. Right? Like, and maybe what she was doing maybe was, like, beyond what he thought was... Acceptable. Yeah, I don't know. Obviously. Anyway. That's a great story. It's crazy, though. Yeah. Um... Oh, this this shit, this shit was something else. I think he wanted to throw the family for a loop on fucking purpose, or maybe he just wanted the kid to know. I'm not really sure. So uh, this person's uncle, I believe it was, he was in a terrible car accident, and on the way to the hospital in the back of the ambulance, he told the EMTs to make sure that they told his wife. And all he said right before he died was, "Wendy is my daughter, and I want," uh, or sorry, "Wendy is my daughter, and I love her." That's what he said. I think the name was changed for privacy reason, but anyway, like he said. Blank was is my daughter, and I love her. And then he died, and that's what he wanted them to tell his wife. Turns out that it sent the family into a fucking tizzy and a turmoil because Wendy was the five-year-old daughter of the fucking neighbor. <laughs> Wendy's my daughter. I love her. Yeah. Oh, fuck. Do you think the family told Wendy? <laughs> Probably not. Probably not. No. Crazy shit. Crazy shit. Um... Yeah, I, like if you were the family and heard that, would you would you tell Wendy? I'd almost have to. It was his dying wish, but he was a cock. <laughs> he was a dirty cheater. You know what I mean? Uh, right before passing away, uh, a man told his wife uh, of roughly sixty years. They were married for roughly sixty years. Okay, that he hadn't loved her for thirty of those years, and said he almost divorced her many times, but just never could go through with it. He didn't want to deal with the hassle. <laughs> <laughs> Come closer, Susan. Come closer, closer. I got a secret. Hey, I got something to tell you. 30, half of our marriage, I fucking hated you. You're a bitch. I would have divorced you, but it was a hassle. Imagine just, and then, he, yeah, the and then all you hear is, <laughs> I'd be, st- be sound like, you could have just left that one, eh? That's one you could take to the grave. Yeah, this ain't bank account. I would have to go stand in line. <laughs> I I haven't loved you for thirty years. You're a bitch. <laughs> um, this next one was something that uh, resonated with me pretty hard. This woman, she told the truths before she before she croaked. So she was a supremely religious woman, like her whole life. What's with all this religious? Well, her <laughs> her whole life, like. Since she was a child, like, her family was religious, she was religious, her husband, very, very religious, she was religious, like, went to church all the time, she worked at the church, she, like, everything religious, right? God's very rich! <laughs> she, did, she said, right before she passed away, minutes before dying, she confessed that she didn't actually believe in God and regretted spending all that time in her life be, doing things that she thought other people wanted her to do. And, uh, her husband? Shocked. <laughs> I don't believe in God. What? <laughs> Before she goes out. Imagine if there is a God. She's fucked now. You couldn't have waited five minutes just to see. See, most people pull the opposite. They act like a cock their whole life. And right before, I love you, Jesus. <laughs> when? <laughs> she did the opposite. There's no such thing as God. Where <laughs> you gotta go down? <laughs> yeah, I thought that shit was something else, though. Um, and my last one that I've got here, uh, so a 98 year old woman confessed to her husband who he thought 
he was her first and only husband, <laughs> that not only was she married once before him, but she had two kids with the first husband. Uh, she said that he was extremely abusive to her and the kids. So um, one night she took the kids, dropped them off at an orphanage, like left them on the doorstep, went home, shot her husband, grabbed the most like valuable things that she could find, burned the fucking house down, and left town hoping that they would think the entire family perished in the fire and she could start a new life. And her only regret in life was not finding her children um, to explain to them why she left them uh, before she died. Jesus. Yeah. This dude thought that his wife was like... She's an angel! I killed! (laughs) Yeah, well, imagine finding out that not only was she once married before you and you didn't know that, but... She fucking shot his ass. Can you imagine? And like, burned the fucking ass down. He was probably thinking, all the times I got lippity. <laughs> yeah, she the... could have pulled the same fucking shit. Yeah. She bad, did it before. Bad shit, right? <laughs> no doubt. There were so many about people confessing to their fucking, like, significant others that they didn't like them. There were so many. I fucking hated all of you. <laughs> all of you was cocks. I didn't like a fucking money is. Yeah. Wild. Some of these were crazy. Some of them I was reading like, fuck me. Like, what? Okay. X minus the three-year-old girl one. What's the one that you would hate to hear the most? And what's the one that you would love to hear the most? The tattoo story I would love to hear the most. Yeah, okay. That's a good one. What's Uh, the one that you would hate to hear the most? Hate to hear the most? Yeah. That's a rough one. I think the one I'd like to hear the most would be I accidentally had sex with a man once. (laughs) Just because I'd, I'd picture so many different things. I've, I was in the locker room. I slipped. He he was standing in a bent over position. Like you ever see when people slip on ice and they kind of like slide forwards. He was rock hard for some reason. <laughs> Is there any confession that you have that you would leak out at your deathbed? Me? Yeah. No. Maybe if I did some like. I think you. Sh- I think there's one that you should leak out at your deathbed. What's that? It was the one you told me uh, a couple weeks oh, ago. Oh, yeah. I think you should leak that on your deathbed. <laughs> yeah, but that's funny. Yeah, I know. That'd be great. <laughs> and you should call in the people that were there. <laughs> you guys are... <laughs> That'd be a good one. <laughs> yeah, I wouldn't want those fuckers there. I mean, yeah, but it'd be fucking hilarious. No. I'm trying to remember, like, if I saw some other ones that were decent but not good enough to write. There was a woman that uh, the whole family thought her birthday was the 30th of October for fucking 50 years or some shit. Yeah. Like, all of her children, everybody thought her birthday was October 30th. It wasn't. Her, when she died and they went to get the death certificate, her, bir- her birthday was October 31st, but she was superstitious, so she just told everybody that it was the 30th and always celebrated it on the 30th. <laughs> What's your mother's birthday? October 31st. We don't have anybody here like that. What? There's October... Or, sorry, October 30th. Well, sorry, there's no one here like that. Uh, we have an October 31st. What's the name? Yeah, Carol Danvers. You gotta be fucking shitting me. <laughs> you got your paperwork wrong. Uh, no, no, we don't. <laughs> we have her birth certificate right here. I would love to have a Halloween birthday. Yeah, well, apparently she was very superstitious, and that's like a not-okay birthday to have if you're superstitious. I don't know. Mm. Anyway, some pretty crazy stuff. Yeah, it is pretty crazy stuff. Yeah. Maybe we should do some shit. We've done some shit. Oh, yeah, that's true. <laughs> what do you mean? <laughs> yeah, okay. That's true. 
I'm trying to think if there's anything that I haven't told you. Uh, I don't think so. I'm pretty open book with you. I'm pretty open book, too. Hey, you shared a secret with me, like, two weeks ago that I never knew. Yeah, but you know now. I know now. <laughs> I told you a secret, but you I've already told you that one before. Terrible secret. Yeah. Terrible. I almost should share it with the podcast. No. Oh, uh, maybe. One day. Maybe one day. <laughs> I don't even know what to call that part. I'd have to Google it. <laughs> you don't want to call it a willy string. What the fuck do you call that? <laughs> Willy string is great, so... <laughs> Willy strings, like silly string, but on my weenie. <laughs> anyway, guys, that's all we got for this week. Um, we hope you guys enjoyed the uh, wild deathbed confessions. If you guys have heard some that, yeah, that you think is pretty wild, you can share them with us on, on our Instagram or send them, DM them. With us. Or if you guys have heard any, that would be some. That would be cool. If you guys have heard any, like... Or like a family member heard it, and it's like a crazy story. You don't you don't have to share like personal details, but if you could like just share the story with us, we so, might even put it on here. Yeah, we might. If you guys send anything in, we'll we'll uh, put it on the next box. Or if you don't want us to, we won't. Like just message us. If you message us, tell us if you want us to share it on the podcast or no, and then we we will respect your wishes. But uh, I mean, that's about all I got for this week. You, um, yeah, I'm pretty much set. All right, so well, far it's you, been a it's been a good time. I'll let you sign us off then. Yeah, we, uh, once again, we're sorry about last week, but some shit came up. Uh, we were thinking about you guys, though, as always. Absolutely. Um, it's, uh, yeah, it's been a crazy couple weeks, but, uh, hopefully now, soon, everything will get back to normal, but, uh, stay with us. If you want to keep up with the podcast, the best place would be, uh, our Instagram, which is Intertwined Minds, or... If you don't have Instagram, you can head on over and send us an email at uh, intertwinedminds94 at gmail.com. Uh, like we said, we'll get back to you guys. And if you guys want to share some cool stories, uh, feel free. Yeah, it doesn't even have to be deathbed confessions. You guys want to send us anything, we'll, we'll fucking read it. We'll enjoy it. Yeah. And who if knows? You guys, if any of you guys are like, you make music, like, uh, it would be really cool if you guys wanted us to feature it on the podcast or like just send it to us so we, we can listen to it or anything like that. You've sent, you send it to us and we like it. We'll, we'll definitely like share, either share it on the Instagram or maybe if you guys are okay with it, like maybe like put it in one of the podcasts, like as an intro song or yeah, whatever. That'd be cool. That'd be I'd cool. like that. Yeah. We've had a couple sent to us. We've had a couple. Yeah. We've had a couple sent to us. It's pretty cool. But, uh, yeah, as always, I'm captain and I'm skip. Make sure you guys tune back in next week to hear what my deathbed confession would be.